A new world is emerging. It is a new world order. To build back better or whatever. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. To be ready for pandemic two, I, I call this pandemic one. We've got to get them vaccinated and hopefully they will do it willingly. It's often said that you should never allow a good crisis to go to waste. Pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack. This is Connect Those Dots. Genetically modified organisms and we're injecting them in little kids' arms. We just shoot them right into the vein. Never before in the history of our Republic has the Federal Bureau of Investigations raided the private residence of a former president. That is exactly what happened a few minutes ago. What does it mean? Number one, it is final unequivocal proof to all Americans, whoever you voted for, that the FBI is now the political police arm of the Democrat Party and this administration. Not of the old man in the White House, who is not compass mentis, but of the radicals and the ideologues that have taken over the Democrat Party. Secondly, important to you, if they can do this to the President of the United States, the man who won 74 million votes, they can do it to you, to anyone. And lastly, most important of all, it means that they have failed. They have tried everything else two impeachments, a January 6th committee, spurious charges, allegations in New York, and they have failed to stop President Trump. They are desperate because they have failed. He is running. But rest assured, this act by the FBI, by Merrick Garland, the DOJ, and the White House that had to approve all of it is a declaration of war against peaceful American citizens, 74 million of them. This is not America. Stay strong, my friends. God bless. Well, hello there, fam, and all of you beautiful little dot connectors out there. Welcome to another edition of this humble little podcast that we call Connect Those Dots, and I am your host, Joe. I am here. Now, obviously, we all know what went on this week with the Mar-a-Lago raid by the FBI. It was plastered all over the news. You couldn't escape this story even if you tried. So, you're not going to escape it here either. But we're going to take a deeper dive into it than maybe you would get on your Fox Newses, on your Daily Wires, on your Breitbarts, on your Turning Point USAs. Not saying any of those places are bad, and actually they've uh, they've actually really stepped their game up of recently, which is actually really cool. I'm seeing articles on Breitbart about Yuval Noah Harari. I'm seeing Charlie Kirk interviewing Alex Jones. So maybe my clarion call the other few weeks ago where I called upon all of these big personalities with these huge audiences to really start going hard and going deep. And it looks like it's actually happening, whether they heard me or not. (laughs) I put it out into the world. I put it out into the ether. I put that spiritual energy out. And that's what people doubt a lot is the spiritual energy to um, just sort of say something, envision something, be 100% passionate and true and forthright about it and see what happens. See what happens. That's why I make this podcast. That's why I do this every week, because if you have the knowledge and you have the means and you have the know-how of potentially broadcasting and giving out that knowledge to as many people as you possibly can, and this is my way of doing that. All in a day's work. So before I digress again, (laughs) already digressing two minutes into the show, let me refocus now and talk about really the subject at hand and how it plays into a deeper amount of different subjects, right? The Mar-a-Lago raid, 
on Donald Trump's estate two years after Donald Trump not being the president, losing, quote-unquote, the presidency to Joe Biden. Isn't it just funny how they can't get enough of Donald Trump? CNN and MSNBC and all of the mainstream media places out there, they just can't get enough of talking about Donald Trump. Guy's been out of the picture just living his life for two years now, almost two years, and we got Joe Biden who makes a complete ass clown out of this country on a daily basis, and all they do is run cover for Joe Biden, they tell you how great he's doing, but they tell you, oh, he can't run again, though. He's doing so great, but he can't run again. His poll numbers are the worst ever of any other president, but but he's doing so great. And he won by uh, 80 million votes, over 80 million votes. He got the most votes of any president ever, Joe Biden. But oh, that Donald Trump, that Donald Trump, oh, he's at it again. We have to talk. What's a way we can talk about Donald Trump? Did Donald Trump do anything this week? Did Donald Trump do anything last week? Did Donald Trump pick his nose on camera? Was Donald Trump drinking alcohol? We can say he's an alcoholic next. Maybe we could do that. Oh, no, no. What's Donald Trump doing? Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. January 6th, January 6th, proud boy, proud boy, proud boy. So, as you can see, the operating system of the media is completely obsessed with Trump. And we've talked about the media at nauseum here, how fake they are, how they're a mockingbird organization that all repeat the same exact message so that no matter where anybody goes to get their news, they're getting the same exact message. Whether it be ABC, NBC, CNN, MSNBC, Howard Stern, The View, Trevor Noah, Stephen Colbert, John Oliver, Bill Maher, they're all getting the same exact message. They're getting the same, it's because it's the same signal. Everybody picks up the same signal and just transfers it on. So, yeah, we've talked about the media here, but we haven't really talked about um, the corruption of the other institutions here in this country and how they have been penetrated by the world economic force. So we penetrate the cabinets. So, yes, the New World Order, they have all of these ambitions. They have all of these goals in mind. Depopulation, perversion of the sexes taking away of the firearms of the people, forced medical experimentation, cooking up viruses and labs, all these things. They have all of these aspirations, right? And and I've spoken before about the people like Joe Biden, the people like Justin Trudeau and Kamala Harris and, and Jacinda Ardern and, and, and Boris Johnson and, you know, all of these people that we sit here and point the finger at and say that they're the bad person. Oh, I hate Justin Trudeau. He's destroying Canada. Oh, Joe Biden's such a joke. He's destroying America. And yeah, I, I do that too. I'm guilty of that too. But what we have to remember is that these people are simply a shield for the people that are actually committing these acts, the people that are actually creating these ideas and implementing them, but just using all of these puppet politicians as their shields so that when, when you throw your tomatoes at them, when you hurl your disdain and your distaste with what's going on around you, what's going on politically and policy-wise in your countries... You're going to throw all your disdain at Joe Biden. You're going to throw all your disdain at Justin Trudeau. You're going to throw your disdain at these puppet politicians, these shields. But meanwhile, behind the shield is the person that's actually attacking you. The shield isn't attacking you. You're attacking the shield. But the person that's actually attacking you is the person behind the shield, right? So we know what their shields are, but what are the weapons that these people wield? As they're using the puppet politicians as their shields, what are some of the weapons that they wield, right? And we know that the pharmaceutical industry is a weapon. We know that the media is a weapon. We know that Hollywood, pop culture, the music industry is a weapon that they wield. So we, we know these things, but let's dive a little bit deeper. Let's talk about actual governmental powers, not just psychological powers that they wield, but actual, the the force, the real force, the real physical kinetic energy when things get popping. And we've seen one of these weapons now exposed completely out in the open, 
completely brazen, completely without regard for public perception, we see one of these powerful weapons that they wield as they raid the home of the former sitting president of this country with the power of the FBI, the power of the intelligence agencies. And they're powerful. And they're a weapon. And they are in the aim of the globalists, of the Democratic Party's adversaries. It is a weapon being aimed at the Democratic Party's adversaries. So we know the Democratic Party is essentially just an extension of the New World Order and its ideologies and its goals. They use the Democratic Party to appeal to the young people, to appeal to the minority class, to appeal to the underclass and saying that we're about diversity, we're about inclusion, we're about taking it to the man, we're about anti-establishment. And meanwhile, they are the complete foot soldiers, the acolytes, the front lines of the New World Order's initiatives, right? We know about all this. And they have captured the institutions of the intelligence agencies. Now, these agencies, they're, they're not bad inherently, like the CIA, the FBI. They're not bad inherently, I feel. Just like fire isn't bad inherently. You can use fire to light the dark. You can use fire to cook your food. You can use fire to keep you warm in the cold. Or you could use fire to burn a house down. Just like a gun. I don't think a gun is inherently bad. You can use a gun to protect yourself, or you can use a gun to assault somebody. So, the FBI, the CIA, the intelligence agencies, even, you know, the internet, the DARPA programs, NASA, the space programs, they're not inherently bad. But it seems like they are all being aimed in the direction against Good, against nobility, against truth, against common sense, against questioning, against the truth teller populations out there. Because they're all captured by the New World Order. The New World Order understands this. The New World Order understands that they need to capture these institutions. Not just the colleges. Why do you think all the colleges are all woke? Why do you think the corporations are all woke? Why do you think the professional sports organizations are all woke? It's not woke, folks. It's the mask that the New World Order wears to get you assimilated into their Borg. We are the Borg. You will be assimilated. Resistance is futile. And why would you just assume that it's only these institutions? You bet your ass that they have assimilated the institutions of intelligence. Everything has been assimilated. All together, all consolidated into one mind, into one way of thinking, into one enemy, the people that resist, the people that don't comply, the people that question, the people that do their own research. Do your own research. So you need to understand, you need to see that constellation of total assimilation to really grasp the power that these globalists have obtained. Through their penetration. Penetration. Now, as far as Donald Trump himself goes, I don't hate Donald Trump. I don't love Donald Trump. I'm not with the people that say, oh, he's controlled opposition. He's an actor. He's one of them. No, I I've seen what he said at the World Economic Forum meetings when he's been there. Yes, he's been to the World Economic Forum meetings. Okay? Yeah, he's been there, but have you actually seen what he said on the stage? It's very... Contrary to the goals of uh, Yuval Harari and Schwab and all these people. It's very contrary to the dystopian, apocalyptic, New World Order speeches that they always give over there. When I spoke at this forum two years ago, I told you that we had launched the great American comeback. Today, I'm proud to declare that the United States is in the midst of an economic boom, the likes of which the world has never seen before. Today, I'm pleased to announce the United States will join One Trillion Trees initiative being launched here at the World Economic Forum. One Trillion Trees. And in doing so, we will continue to show strong leadership in restoring growing 
and better managing our trees and our forests. But to embrace the possibilities of tomorrow, we must reject the perennial prophets of doom and their predictions of the apocalypse. They are the heirs of yesterday's foolish fortune tellers, and I have them, and you have them, and we all have them. And they want to see us do badly, but we don't let that happen. They predicted an overpopulation crisis in the 1960s, mass starvation in the 70s, and an end of oil in the 1990s. These alarmists always demand the same thing, absolute power to dominate, transform, and control every aspect of our lives. We will never let radical socialists destroy our economy, wreck our country, or eradicate our liberty. America will always be the proud, strong, and unyielding bastion of freedom. In America, we understand what the pessimists refuse to see, that a growing and vibrant market economy focused on the future lifts the human spirit and excites creativity strong enough to overcome any challenge, any challenge by far. He talks about human prosperity, he talks about innovation. He talks about humans excelling and moving forward and, and exceeding their potentials. That's what he talks about. He doesn't talk about hackable animals. He, humans are now hackable animals. He doesn't talk about you will be assimilated. He doesn't talk about the great reset is here, there will be cyber attack. Great reset, uh, cyber attack. The pandemic is not going away. We are never going back to normal. So people assume we are just going back to the good old world which we had and everything will be normal again. This is, uh, let's say, fiction. It will not happen. He doesn't talk about the population. There's too many people and the population needs to go down. And if we do a really good job of vaccines, we get the population closer to zero. So let's look at each one of these and see how we can get this down to zero. Uh, probably one of these numbers is going to have to get pretty near to zero. Now uh, that's back from high school algebra, but let's, let's take a look. First, we've got population. Now, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. He doesn't say these things. He actually exudes positive energy, and it's weird. He's got that weird 666 World Economic Forum logo behind him, but he's sitting there talking about human prosperity and, and rising up and, and working together and, and, be, and truly working together, not the, not the fake deception that they use when they say working together. He doesn't sit there and say the world's going to end because of climate change. So he actually, I think he was the real deal. I think they wouldn't attack him day and night in the media constantly constantly for four years straight the entire time he was president every single day you open your phone you turn on the tv you listen to the radio everything about trump being the worst thing in the world being a horrible person nazi racist misogynist toxic male evil blah blah slandering the man day in and day out on all of the mockingbird media right all the mockingbird media that you know lies to you already that they've lied to you about the covid they've lied to you about climate change for years they lied to you about the blm riots telling you that they were fiery but peaceful protests Bruh. all these people that lie to you constantly day in and day out literally their job to lie to you were the same exact people telling you how horrible donald trump is and how much you should hate him and that's mind control that's an, that's one of their biggest weapons is the mind control weapon and if they can't get you with the mind control weapon we see what happened to donald trump himself they raided his residence with force and we could talk about the FBI like hey FBI like why why Donald Trump so badly right I can name probably off the top of my head the Biden family the Pfizer Corporation all of the media corporations the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation Facebook Twitter 
Instagram for censoring free speech? Antifa? The World Economic Forum themselves? If you got the balls to go after them? All I have in this world is my balls and my word. And I don't break them for no one. The FBI, like I said, it's a tool to be used. But instead of going after the real evil people that are ruining the world and creating a dystopian hell for all of us, they're going after Donald Trump? They're going after grandmas that were in Washington, D.C. on January 6th? Proud Boys and Neo-Nazis. I mean, it's a, it's a joke. You understand it's a joke, right? I mean, the FBI literally investigates parents that go to school board meetings and they speak out about how the school is sexualizing their children. And the FBI investigates the parents, but they don't investigate the schools that are showing the children like, like, like total porno. That are giving the children drag queen story times. Four-year-olds are telling their parents that they're transgender now. So that's what I'm saying. There's all these things that are evil, that are corrupt, that have a criminal element to the core. The pedophilia in the schools, the fentanyl all over the streets coming in from over the border. FBI, why don't you investigate the border? FBI, FBI, please, where, where you at? No, you're too busy kicking down Donald Trump's door. It's, it's a joke. So it's a complete joke. The FBI needs to be reformed. Because if it was used in a proper manner, if it was used to actually go against and go get criminals, then we would have a much better world, wouldn't we? Imagine the FBI going down to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Imagine the FBI kicking down the doors of the Pfizer Corporation headquarters. Imagine the FBI rooting out all of the pedophile teachers in the school system. Imagine the FBI going down to the border and taking it to the cartels that are smuggling fentanyl over the border, killing Americans at the highest clip. More than anything, people die in America due to fentanyl, and nobody talks about it. Why doesn't the FBI look into that? Imagine the FBI going to the CNN headquarters and saying you colluded with the pharmaceutical industries and got people hurt, and you're not accountable for it. You advertise these products on your shows, Stephen Colbert, you danced around with vaccines telling people to get vaccinated day in and day out. Imagine if we saw the FBI do these things. But we don't see these things. We don't see these things. What do all of these things have in common, you ask? From Antifa to Hillary Clinton and the Clinton family's corruptions to the Biden family's corruptions to the George Soros Foundation and how they infiltrate and penetrate the justice system, which I'll talk about later. And why don't we see the FBI going for the pharmaceutical companies, going for the pedophile teachers? Hmm? Because they all identify as Democrats. They're all Democrats. Quote unquote, Democrats. It's not even a real word anymore, but they just say, I'm a Democrat. I'm a liberal. Okay, you can get away with whatever you want. You want to burn down a city in a Black Lives Matter riot? Go for it. You want to sexualize children and cut their penises off and cut their breasts off at four years old? Go for it. Oh, you're a Democrat. You want to have the cartel smuggle tons of fentanyl over the border? Okay, you're a Democrat? Go for it. Hunter Biden. Oh, you want to gallivant all over the globe, snorting coke, being a friggin'... Hunter Biden is like the protagonist in a, in a in like in like a Grand Theft Auto video game. Hunter Biden lives the life of a Grand Theft Auto character. But oh, he's a Democrat. He's the son of Joe Biden. He can do whatever he wants. We don't need to look into him at all. Even though there's like just it's like a so much evidence of this guy just being a complete international criminal. Hunter Biden is an international criminal and everybody knows it. But he's a Democrat, so we have to kick down Donald Trump's door. You see how it works? You see how the poison, the virus, the cancer of the New World Order, of this Democrat face that they wear, infiltrates all of the institutions? So it's all aimed at the people that will not assimilate 
to the people that will not comply, to the people that will not obey, to the people that question. It's a Borg. It's a hive mind. It's like a black hole floating throughout space, just sucking everything up into it. And if you try to resist, it comes at you harder. Negotiation is irrelevant. You will be assimilated. And if you thought just raiding his residence was bad, folks, I got news for you. They want to kill Donald Trump in the worst way. Don't just take my word for it. Don't just take my word for it. They talk about it. They say it. They threaten it. They make it trendy. Here's a compilation of Democrats, because they're Democrats, they can get away with saying this, because they say that they're a Democrat, whether it's Kathy Griffin, Johnny Depp, the CIA agents, Maxine Waters, Madonna, Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, yes, Sleepy Joe himself, all of these people insinuating physical harm, physical violence, and and death and murder, murder upon Donald Trump. I mean, Snoop Dogg and Eminem made a music video where they got a guy dressing up like Donald Trump and and they shoot him in the head. But that's okay. That's okay. Just as long as you fight on the same side as the New World Order. Eminem. As we move toward a new world order. So so here we go with this compilation of all these of all these liberals, of all these Democrats, of all these diverse and inclusive people. Oh, we diversity and inclusion. Oh my gosh, so trendy. Uh, uh, uh. Here's the party of diversity and inclusion and love and love is love and everybody should love everybody and accept everybody. Here's them wishing murder and slandering a guy because they're all just demonic slaves of the system that I don't even know that they don't even have their own brain. A so-called anti-fascist website is encouraging, quote, all manner of physical violence against Trump supporters and capitalists. So, so an Antifa website literally puts on their website, beat up Trump supporters. If you see anybody in a MAGA hat, beat them up, harass them, beat them up. But the FBI doesn't look into that. That's okay. That's all well and good. Grandma at the Capitol on January 6th? Well, we got to throw her ass in jail. We got to throw her in solitary confinement. Antifa blatantly saying, beat up people in MAGA hats, harass them, jump them. FBI's all good with that. When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? It's an actor dressed to look just like President Donald Trump as he's assassinated on stage. I'd like to punch him in the face. So there's Johnny Depp, there's there's Robert De Niro, there's plays on stage, like literally stage plays that they make on Broadway where a guy is dressed up as Trump with Secret Service and he gets assassinated. That's what they do. Kathy Griffin holding the severed head of Donald Trump. That doesn't get censored though. You can't go see a rated R movie, but you can see Kathy Griffin holding a bloody severed head of Donald Trump all over the internet. Johnny Depp can sit there and said, when's the last time an actor assassinated a president? And then he gets the cheers from the crowd. Woo, trendy, Johnny Depp, kill the president, vaccinate me harder, daddy. Robert De Niro, who thinks he's a tough guy. I bet Donald Trump would whoop Robert De Niro's ass. Put those two in a ring together, put some boxing gloves on them. The tough guy, the mafioso, hey, how you doing? I'm Robert De Niro, I play the same character in every single movie that I do, but everybody says I'm such a good actor, even though I just play a fake tough guy all the time. I'll join a million other people surrounding the United States Capitol. Oh, so there's Michael Moore, a liberal Democrat documentarian. He says, I'll be with a million other people surrounding the Capitol. Does that sound familiar to anybody? Sound familiar to anybody? See, you can threaten to surround the Capitol if you're a Democrat, and you can literally surround capitals if you're a Democrat, if you just identify as this word, Democrat, hocus pocus, abracadabra, Democrat, but you certainly can't. If you see the evidence of voter fraud, if you see the evidence of malpractice, if you know shenanigans are afoot, if you know what's going on, and you actually have a justified stake in a certain issue... Well, the FBI is going to be all over your ass. I have thought an awful lot 
thought about blowing up the White House. Madonna, who's an old hag, she can get up there and threaten a terroristic action about blowing up the White House. But she's a Democrat, though. You understand that she tells you to get your vaccine. She tells you you're destroying the world because of man-made climate change. She wants girls to abort all their babies. Right? She's a good Democrat. She can threaten terroristic action. This is a national emergency. Joe Biden says he is concerned President Trump will try to steal the November election. This president's going to try to steal this election. This is a trial run by the president of the United States who may be organizing uh, to not accept uh, what happens when we have the election. If he loses, and I expect that he will, uh, then we have to be prepared for what he is going to do in the immediate aftermath of the such a loss. Whether he knows it yet or not, he will be leaving. Here you have four chiefs of staff coming out and ripping the skin off of Trump. And you have so many rank and file military personnel saying, whoa, we're not a military state. This is not who we are. Whoa, we're not. a. I mean, everything in there, everything in there, folks, they sit there and signal that they think that Donald Trump is going to stage and steal the election, right? They sit there. All they've been saying when he beat Hillary Clinton in 2016, that he stole the election, he stole the election, he stole the election. Democrats can say that you steal the election. That's all well and good. You say Joe Biden stole the election, you're a conspiracy theorist, and yeah, the FBI's on your ass. Then Maxine Waters says she, she, she shows you her hand right there. He's not going to be happy with the outcome of this election. So they knew what was going to happen. They knew the consequence of their stolen election. They knew people were going to be up in arms. They knew people were going to be surrounding the Capitol. They knew January 6th was going to go down, and they thought it was going to be a lot worse than it was. That's why they had provocateurs in there who were in cahoots with the FBI. By the way, it's just proven. It's just out there. I'm not saying anything that's like so dastardly. Ray Epps was in communications with the FBI he was at the January 6th protest. He was telling people to raid the Capitol. That's it. Doesn't make me a conspiracy theorist, FBI. And then at the end right there, Joe Biden says, um, uh, we don't want to have a, a, a military state. But meanwhile, they have they, they locked down Washington, D.C. Their inauguration looked like the Hunger Games with Lady Gaga singing and masked military people standing there with guns even though they don't want you to have a gun so badly, but they love to show you guns. They love to put guns in your face, but you can't have a gun. Let me just finish this compilation. I'm not going to interrupt it. Let's just finish it. If he's not elected, is he going to pull out his military? Is he going to engage us? He is already alluded to there may be a civil war. He is clearly trying to ignite a civil war in this country. These are not acts of peaceful protest. These are acts of domestic terror. Seriously, Mr. President? First of all, I think it's the obligation of some executive branch officials to refuse to carry out uh, some of these orders. Just because he might not want to move out of the White House doesn't mean we won't have an inauguration. You take on the intelligence community. They have six ways from Sunday at getting back at you. I promise you, I'm absolutely convinced they will escort him from the White House in a, in a, with great dispatch. The government's going to kill this guy. So there you go. I mean, there you go. What more do you need to hear? He wants to start a civil war. But meanwhile, a Democrat can sit there and say no borders, no walls, no USA at all. He's this. He's that. He's evil. He's violent. Meanwhile, we're going to kill him. We're going to we're going to rip him out of the White House with great dispatch. I mean, what else do you need to hear? These people are deceptive, inverted, hypocritical, everything under the sun, non-self-aware. They're just demonic. They're just inversionist. They're just deceptive to the core. It's all they know. It's the only thing they know how to do. It's the only way they know how to operate through deception, through manipulation, nothing but lies. And their lies will, and their lies get people hurt all the time. Their lies get people killed. Their lies get people's lives ruined. But they don't care because that's the only way they know how to operate.
Donald Trump, say whatever you want about him. Oh, he pushed the vaccines. He did this. He did that wrong. He didn't free Julian Assange. He, all these things. There's a lot of things that I'm not cool with. I don't like that he didn't pardon Julian Assange. I don't like that he pushed these fake vaccines. But hey, dude, they they bamboozled everybody with this COVID. They bamboozled everybody with this COVID. I don't think it's right. I wish he would have known. I wish he would stop trying to justify why he's pushing the vaccines and he still kind of does continue to push them in a subtle way, you know? He doesn't backpedal on them. He doesn't denounce them. But that's good. That's good. People want him to do that. When he does that, when he says good things about the vaccines, then then, then the uh, Democrats come out and they're like, oh my God, he said something good about the vaccines. Good for him. Maybe I like him now. That's how malleable, that's how assimilated... That's how dumb these people are. They can even get over their Trump derangement syndrome, even if he talks good about the vaccines. I mean, we're 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 just dealing with a population population that's so dumb and so malleable and so ripe for the picking and so deep in a trance that it seems like they can never get out. And that's their ultimate goal: is to keep everybody in a trance. That is how you get assimilated. That is how you become part of their hive mind consciousness. That is how you remain compliant. Compliance. Compliance. When you become a hackable animal. Humans are now hackable animals. Now, what is your firewall against being a hackable animal, right? If they talk about you're a hackable animal, you we can hack your brain, we can... We can infiltrate your brain with with, uh, psychological programming and marketing tactic manipulation. We can make you a hackable animal. So if we're talking like they talk, what's, what's your protection against their computer virus? What is your firewall so they're not able to hack you, so you don't fall under their spell? It's the information. It's the real information. It's the quotes you hear of them say. It's the documents that they've said themselves. And it's the people and the shows like this show that try to get out that information. And they are hell-bent on destroying your opportunity to have a firewall against their mental hack attacks. That's deep, bro. That's deep. And that brings me to my next topic, Alex Jones. Just like the Bible says... It's basically an intergalactic invasion into this space through people. I'm telling you, it's what all the ancients said. It's what they warned of. It's what we're dealing with. They're demons. They're freaking interdimensional invaders, okay? I'll just say it. Make fun of me all you want on CNN or wherever, but everyone already innately knows this. These people are not freaking humans, okay? Hillary Clinton is a goddamn demon. Excuse me, taking the word. It's not taking it in vain. She is a demon damned to hell. The dreaded evil Alex Jones, the one that shall not be named. Sandy Hook, Sandy Hook, Sandy Hook. Alex Jones, we have to get Alex Jones. We have to eradicate Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Why do you think they're so hell-bent about destroying Alex Jones? Think about that. Ponder that. Let's give you a little history of Alex Jones. He's been talking about the New World Order since he was 18 doing a show on public access television. 18 years old. You can go and look it up. Alex Jones, 18 years old, public access television. He used to, he used to do a show out of, his, out of his closet in his room. And then he got, a, he got like a little studio. He was able to book a little studio, do a weekly show on public access TV. Back in the early 90s, okay? So that's how far back Alex Jones goes. That's how much Alex Jones has been around. That's how much Alex Jones has been talking about the NWO. Exposing the NWO. And what do you know about Alex Jones? If you don't listen to him, what does the average everyday person know about Alex Jones? Conspiracy theorist, conspiracy theorist, conspiracy guy. They don't even call him radio host. They don't even call him InfoWars host. They don't even call him journalist. Everywhere you look, every time they got to talk about Alex Jones in the Mockingbird media, it's always conspiracy theorist Alex Jones, unhinged, insane, maniac, maniacal freak. Every single time they make him into this wild man. 
And they, they attack him about Sandy Hook, the Sandy Hook shooting. That's the big thing that they attack on Alex Jones. That's the big thing. That's the, that's the one thing out of all of the stuff that Alex Jones has talked about since he was 18 years old, talking about the New World Order, the only thing the average NPC uninformed, I guess we'll just call him a non-dot connector, right? The average everyday non-dot connector only knows Alex Jones about Sandy Hook. Something that happened in 2012. Something that was 10 years ago. And they brought it back on him in 2016, right? In 2016, when Alex Jones became hardcore for Donald Trump. Any coincidence there? Any dot to be connected there? Any spidey sense going off there? Something's wrong. Why now? And so they dredge up this thing that he may or may not have said in 2012. They dredge it up in 2016. And if you remember, if you can remember that far back in 2016, that's when they deplatformed Alex Jones. That's when they took away everything. All of his social media accounts, his YouTube accounts, his Apple, his Apple Music accounts, Spotify, everything got wiped for Alex Jones. But meanwhile, he had his own infrastructure. He was able to stay on air. He was able to continue doing his show. He was able to keep his company, InfoWars, afloat because of his own infrastructure. He created his own website. He wasn't constricted by the big tech platforms. So Alex Jones was able to stay around because the message is so real. Because the people that listen to Alex Jones know that he's the real deal. They can sit there all day on Stephen Colbert and John Oliver. All the people that you know lie to you on a regular basis. They can sit there and make fun of Alex Jones. And you can sit there and laugh at Alex Jones and think he's a conspiracy guy. He's a guy exposing conspiracies is what he is. You can think he's this wild man. But people are starting to realize that... He was right all along, and the hashtag Alex Jones was right is ringing everywhere, and they hate that. Because of the point that I made earlier, they need everybody to be assimilated. They do not want you doing your own research. Do your own research. And when they attack Alex Jones, when they demonize him, when they smear his name in the media, they're not doing it to him, they're doing it to you. They're doing it to the aspect of critical thinking. They're doing it to the notion of doing your own research. That's what they're attacking. The archetype of Alex Jones is the critical thinker, is the questioner, is the dot connector. And just like how they censored him on social media and then all the dominoes started to fall and then you see this person get censored and that person get censored and this type of speech get censored and this type of speech get censored and this type of keyword be caught by the algorithm and get censored. And then all of a sudden Donald Trump gets censored and gets kicked off of social media. So they use Alex Jones as the patient zero, right? And they admit it now throughout this big show trial, the Sandy Hook trial that I'm sure you've seen because they love to blow it up in the media so much. At this trial, they tell him, Alex Jones, we are making an example out of you. We are trying to destroy you and everything that you stand for and make sure you can never return so that it deters others like you from wanting to follow in your footsteps, from wanting to be a dot connector, from wanting to do your own research from wanting to critically think, from wanting to not be assimilated, from wanting to not be compliant. That's what they're trying to destroy here with Alex Jones. And the show trial that they're doing to him is an example for everybody and what they want to do to all Americans and what they want to do to everybody that does not assimilate. So usually in a trial in America, uh, you have the presumption of innocence, right? You're innocent until proven guilty. A defendant is assumed innocent until proven guilty. The prosecutor is required to prove beyond the reasonable doubt that the person committed the crime if that person is to be convicted, right? You have to prove that they're guilty before you can say that they're guilty. But now with Alex Jones's trial, he's already guilty until proven more guilty is essentially what he's been given. (laughs) 
Are you serious? The judge who works for George Soros Foundations is a blue-haired leftist that agreed with all sorts of COVID compliance measures like vaccine mandates and mask mandates and lockdowns and school lockdowns for the children and mandatory masks on children. Her name is Judge Maya Gamble. Now, Judge Maya Gamble is a complete and utter stooge of the New World Order doctrine. She is completely assimilated. And she is the one presiding over Alex Jones. So let's hear her speak. Let's hear this authoritarian, patronizing, demeaning, belittling, holier-than-thou person speak right here. You may not say to this jury that you complied with discovery. That is not true. You may not say it again. You may not tell this jury that you are bankrupt. That is also not true. You're already under oath to tell the truth. You've already violated that oath twice today in just those two examples. It seems absurd to instruct you again that you must tell the truth while you testify. Yet here I am. You must tell the truth while you testify. This is not your show. Do you understand what I have said? Yes, I believe what I said was true. So I don't Yes, you believe everything you say is true, but it isn't. Your beliefs do not make something true. That is, that is what we're doing here. Just because you claim to think something is true does not make it true. So inhuman. So like like a like an abusive mother. I say what is true. You do not say what is true. Even if you are saying the truth, I decide what is truth in my courtroom. That's dystopia. That's a mistrial. That is something completely that you have never seen in a courtroom. And I'll give you a little bit more context about this trial. The jury had to be handpicked by the judge. And anybody who either questioned the media bias against Alex Jones or questioned the $100 million settlement that they wanted him to pay, they get kicked off the jury. She told the jury that he's guilty and that we're just proving how much more guilty that he is. She tells the jury that he's already guilty. You're going to prove him guilty, which we're just trying to see how much he's going to pay, how much he's going to submit, how guilty we can make him. How much we can slander him and talk about him. And I'll tell you also that Alex Jones's attorneys, Alex Jones himself and his witnesses were not able to mention the words free speech or the word First Amendment. So imagine that. Imagine you're in a trial. The judge already says you're guilty. She's told the entire jury that you are guilty. She says, you can't say free speech, you can't say First Amendment, you can't say that you're not guilty. I mean, even Ted Bundy was able to say that he wasn't guilty. Nazis that had war trials were able to say that they weren't guilty. Even communist show trials in the Soviet Union, the, 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 they got to say that they weren't guilty. Mass murderers and rapists and mass shooters, they get to say that they're not guilty. But Alex Jones who may have questioned a story in the media because we all know how trustworthy the media is, right? We all know we shouldn't question them. We all know we should just assimilate. Alex Jones, who refused to assimilate to a certain story when there were blatant inconsistencies with that story, and he wasn't the only one that was saying it, but they attack him for it. And they use it as an example for anybody that does not want to assimilate. And let's hear the prosecuting lawyer, what he said about Alex Jones and what he said the true goal of this trial is. I ask that with your verdict, you not only take Alex Jones' platform that he talks about away, I ask that you make certain he can't rebuild the platform. That's what matters. Take him out 
of this discourse, of this misinformation, of this peddling of lies, and make sure he can't do it again. Alex Jones is patient zero for our society's inability to speak without lies. He is patient zero for alternative facts. So there you go. You see the demonic nature of this guy. You just hear the venom in his voice saying how he wants to get rid of free speech. He wants to get rid of truth so that only the lies and the Borg assimilation, the Democratic Party, the World Economic Forum, the New World Order, only their message can be implanted into your mind so you can have no alternative. You can have no alternative to the lies. They call it alternative facts. No, dude, there's facts and there's fiction. Y'all spread the fiction, y'all spread the disinformation, you spread the lies, you are the arbiters of deception, you are the tools, you are the weapons of the World Economic Forum, killing truth, stamping out truth. And he says all of that opposite speak, man, all of that inversionism, all of that flip-flop, all of that opposite day mentality, all of that two plus two equals five, it's not a cat, it's a dog even though it meows and purrs and has claws and is a feline. <laughs> it's not a boy, it's a girl, even though he has a pee-pee. It's all part of the same inversion tactics. They're decepted. They're demented. What's the key word in demented? Demon. A demon has hold of these people, man. Whether they know it or not. And they want you to have nothing but the demented message. You see that? They want to get rid of the ones who will not assimilate. If you don't assimilate, then you will be destroyed. Resistance is futile. That's what these people tell you day in and day out, no matter what they are. Whether it's the judicial system, which we just saw with Alex Jones, whether it's the intelligence agencies, which we just saw with Donald Trump, whether it's the freakish pedophile teachers in the schools, whether it's the demonic politicians in suits, in front of podiums, in front of microphones, whether it's the, the demonic, demented media, I mean, like, it's all assimilated, it's all one message. We have to get this, and we have to know that all of these weapons exist, and they are all pointed, not at Alex Jones, not at Donald Trump, not at so-called conservatives, but it's pointed at the human will for liberty, the human will for freedom, the human will to not want to be lied to, the human will to be an individual. And the demonic hive mind assimilation system that has taken over almost all of the corporations, almost all of the media, almost all of the entertainment, almost all of the news, I say almost, because they want to get rid of that almost. And when they fully assimilate everything, once they get rid of all of your alternatives to the lies, you will never ever be able to do your own research.